Welcome to the Best Self Podcast. Today, do we have a rock star? We got Molly Sider with us, producer, host of her own podcast. She's a speaker, a life coach. She is an impactor. So excited to have you, sister. Thanks for jumping on board. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited about our conversation. Well, I saw it as an opportunity to attack you for 20 minutes and get after you. You don't have a fun personality at all. You don't uh, yeah. like to help other people. Very boring over here. No, I am really excited. Just doing a lot of digging on you, friend. You've got a lot of good juice to you. And you've got kind of a different kind of background than mo most of the peeps that I have on here. And I love it. You've kind of been a little bit all over the map in the United States. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. New York city here. You've been a San Francisco in. Yep. I don't even know if that's a word. Uh, you've been sure. to Chicago a couple times. You're in Chicago now. And you were originally all about wine. And you did all the things. You picked the wine. You helped manage the wine. You helped serve the wine. And I think that's so important that you, you've had a lot of those different kind of roles and you have traveled a little bit because we learned so much from those experiences. What was it you picked up from those experiences that helped you become what you are today, who you're aiming to become today? Oh my goodness. So many things. And thank you for that awesome intro. Um, yes, that's right. I've been all over the, the place and traveled a lot. And I used to work in the wine industry for a very long time. Mm. I even worked wine harvests in like Europe and California and all over the place. Right. And there's a lot I picked up along the way, of course. I think one of the biggest things for me that helped me, like the biggest like through line is the the storytelling idea. Like even in the wine industry, I love wine. I love all the things about it. But the thing I loved the most, it was telling the stories of the growers, mm. you know, the the people behind the wine, making the wine that they're, that it's, mm. you know, I think most people who don't, don't even think about this, not most people, but some people don't even think about right. this. Um, they just pick up a bottle, they sure. pick up they like the label or whatever. Yep. Um, they've heard of the grape, um, <laughs> but you know, there are families behind it. There are people picking the wines in the, in the vineyards, oftentimes, especially in Europe, it's literally like the winemaker and it's grandma and grandpa. And it's, you know, the grandchildren, the three-year-olds, like in the middle of the night, there's, human beings and they have their own stories and they have their own struggles. And that to me is always the most interesting thing as it continues to be like, you know, with my podcast, I can't think of anything I want to do more in life than listening to people's stories, helping people to tell their stories, helping to like pull out, you know, the important information from their stories, reflect it back to them in a way that they can like consider it in a different way. How we learn from each other and we connect with each other. It's so important because it's the best way to create inner and outer peace, to equality, equity, all of those things. Like that starts from just hearing and seeing other people as, you know, whole humans. So I would say that's the biggest through line. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's so important. Yeah. Uh, yeah as, you, as If you're really paying attention, you do learn these things and you are a storyteller. You love telling stories. That's what you do on the stage. Mm -hmm. And you talk about helping people bring out their own narrative about, you know, I believe that we're all built to win. And what you do on the stage is you help people facilitate the winner that's already inside them. 
How is it that you do that? How can someone get up on, on a stage or maybe they don't, even, they don't even have to get up on a stage? How can, through what it is you do, how can they do that without shame? You know, how can someone get vulnerable with their story, be totally transparent with what who they are and where they've been and not feel shame? How do you go about revealing that? Uh, such an important question. And yeah, you don't have to get up on a stage and tell your story in order to do this unless you really want to, if that sounds like fun to you, wonderful. Um, but what I really, um, do, you know, is this is the thing we all tell stories. We're always constantly telling stories, right? Like we're telling stories right now. We tell stories to each other over the dinner table on the phone, whatever. We also tell ourselves stories. And oftentimes the stories that we tell ourselves Mm. are full of shame and we keep them inside and we don't let them out because we fear that if we share them with the world, the world will reflect back at us what we already believe to be true about ourselves, which is usually something negative, something like we're not good enough, smart enough, we're not lovable, you know, whatever it is. So that what happens is, first of all, we keep those inside or we only like tell little tiny bits of the story, you know, the things that don't feel quite as bad. But when we're doing that, we are not able to show up to the world as our whole authentic selves. We can't, you know, partake in the things as our whole selves, the things that we really value. Like we can't have the experiences that we really Mm. yearn for and want to have if we're constantly hiding parts of ourselves. Um, And doing that, you know, holding those stories alone is really, really heavy. It's so heavy to hold those things alone. So you find somebody who you can talk to, somebody who is willing and able to actually listen without their own agenda. So I would highly recommend that's a coach or a therapist, but somebody who can reflect back at you a different perspective, because the stories that we tell ourselves, you know, are biased. They're just one perspective, our own perspectives. And we were well-trained to just believe the bad stuff, not the good stuff. And we're also wired to go out into the world and find proof that our story that we're telling ourselves is true. And so when we hold it inside and we do all this stuff, it's like, there's no getting out of it. We're just sort of stuck in this story, in these emotions. But when we actually let it out and share it with somebody worthy and trustworthy, and again, able to really listen without agenda, A, that heaviness gets so much lighter, right? Like it's like anything else. If you're carrying, you know, a heavy table, like it's going to be really hard to carry on your own. If you find a friend who can carry it with you, gets a lot lighter, right? You're sharing the load. There's always a connection there. Inevitably, there's always somebody else who either who's either feeling the same way you're feeling has felt what you felt at some point or knows somebody who has right because we're, we're all pretty similar in our emotions and feelings we're very different and unique in our details of our life and of our life story but the emotions are pretty common so finding somebody who you can really like have that connection with who you trust who can reflect back a story that like you haven't considered and actually actually considering it, like considering like, oh, maybe there is a different story. What is this story doing for me that I've been telling myself? How is it, how is it helping me? How is it harming me? And maybe this new perspective, how might that help me? How might that hurt me? You know, maybe there are five different perspectives. Yeah. Those are really good. You know, I always talk about how we need to listen to ourselves less and talk to ourselves more. You know, a lot of times we listen and we allow stuff to come in that's negative and not not going to be productive. It's not going to have us moving forward. It's not going to pr- produce habits. They're going to create and reveal the winner 
that we have running inside our veins, but not many people work on actually how to tell their story to themselves. You don't hear about that a lot. I hear you talking. And one of the things I talk about quite a bit is how people are constantly chasing things. Yeah. Chasing doings Mm -hmm. as opposed to chasing becoming like becoming a different kind of beast, becoming phenomenal, you know, working on the stuff that comes from the inside out. And I feel like storytelling brings that out. You know, storytelling is an inside out thing. Mm -hmm. Do you have any suggestions on how do we detach what we do from who we wish to become? Does that make sense? Yeah, total sense. And I love the part about the becoming part, you know, rather than the doing or the getting. Yeah. I mean, we all have goals. We all have things that we want. You know, we want the, the salary, the big salary. We want the fancy car, whatever it is, but why do we want those things? What is, what feeling is that going to give us? Or what is that going to fulfill? What will that mean? What will, what we, what do we believe that will mean about ourselves once we get to that goal or that shiny object? And then unravel that, you know, okay, why do we want to feel it that way? What, what will that do for us? What will that do for our environment, for our family, for our careers? And how do, how can we find those, that same feeling? So we haven't gotten to the goal yet, but how do we find that same feeling that we're really going for in our everyday journey Mm. in this moment? tomorrow in the week in this month because like you said this is about the journey right like everyone's always like it's about the journey it's about the journey but it really is I always like to call it my learning journey I'm just gathering information and everything that happens I'm just gathering information and allowing myself to get curious about that because also like goals shift and change and that comes with more information 100%. Getting to the core of who you are and storytelling. Yeah. Like that's what I do on my podcast. It's really getting deeper to the core of who you are as a human being. Like what is your real identity? We are not our successes. We're not our failures and we're not our titles. Right. So who are you without all of those things? How do you want to show up every single day? So for me, my definition of success of winning is being able to show up every single day as me, as my true, like authentic self as the way that I want to show up, which is like with kindness, honesty, vulnerability, tons of curiosity and some humor, you know? And if I'm doing that every single day in every single situation, then I'm a winner. Amen. And you know what I hear? And it gets me really jacked. Listen to you right there is I hear kindness. I hear honesty. I hear stuff that's revolving around your moral compass. I hear stuff that's inside out stuff thinking, and you don't have to be Einstein. You don't have to run a four three forty. You don't have to jump a certain height. None of those things take any kind of special ability. You, you know, you don't have to win the genetic lottery to be those things that you were just talking about. It takes no special ability to be kind. And the and the beautiful thing, and I and I and God, I, I'm getting excited here, Cider Nation. <laughs> We have this, we have these opportunities every single day, not only to facilitate our own awesome, but to facilitate the awesome of others. Ooh, good stuff. Quit showing off. All right. (laughs) I talk about how energy is our currency. I talk about that all the time too. Oh, you do? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that we had a line like that. Yeah. So strange. (laughs) Yeah. Energy is 
one of our best forms of currency. And as you know, energy never goes away. Mm -hmm. You know, it just transfers. Mm -hmm. What are some potential habits that we could shape uh, in reframing our lens? Yeah. I mean, I always talk about curiosity, like stay curious. And that means stay curious with your surroundings, stay curious about the people who you meet throughout your day, who you interact with, but stay also curious about yourself and the feelings that you're getting and the stories that you're telling yourself throughout the day. So if you find yourself in like a moment where you're like, oh, I'm such an idiot. I can't believe I just did that. Get curious about that. And be kind to yourself. So like I say, I want to show up with honesty, kindness, and curiosity and vulnerability and humor. I mean that to the outside world, but I also mean that to me because I'm going to screw up sometimes. Sure. And when I screw up, I want to also show up for myself with all of those characteristics. And, and the biggest one for me is curiosity. Like, oh, why am I feeling that way? That's so interesting. Just get curious and don't be afraid to take a moment to actually think about it rather than rushing through the emotion or rushing through the day or rushing through the event that made you feel like you're bad. Take a moment and learn from it because it's all there for you. Like it's all, all there to help you and to support you and to help you grow and to be the best person you can be. But if we rush through it and we don't take the time to like, look at it, then we're missing an important, valuable lesson. Oh, absolutely. I love it. Curiosity absolutely has to be a catalyst for anyone looking to be successful. The thing about curiosity too, the best companies in the world, the best individuals in the world are not run by phenomenal answers. They're run by phenomenal questions. And when you ask questions, when you're curious, you bring about awareness. You can't have clarity unless you have awareness. And 85% of the world is unaware that they're unaware. But if you have clarity, now you can have you can have specific goals. I mean, for the entrepreneurs out there, now you can have your your niche that's uh, an inch wide and a mile deep. If yeah. you're if you're inside an office, if you're inside a family, you, this isn't. I mean, you know, you and I run podcasts and run businesses and we speak and all this stuff, but these are wide ranging cross curricular concepts where if you can do them you can increase positive impact, income, influence, whatever it is you're looking for. Yeah. And the curiosity also creates like an openness to learning something new, right? Like to having our minds changed and staying open to being proven wrong, which is like not a bad thing, even though it might feel like it is on your ego for a minute, but it's the way that we grow, it's the way we become, be, we become better humans and better business people and better literally everything is actually learning something new. And sometimes that's like, oh, let me get curious about this thing. Oh, wow. I actually, maybe there's a better way. Maybe there's a different way that I hadn't considered. And I'm going to consider that and take that and run with it. Like, especially for businesses, being open and willing to shift as you learn and you gather more information. Yeah. You know, let yeah. go, let go of the grip. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we don't need to white knuckle this thing. I've I've got a couple questions for you, Cider Nation, and then I am throwing you to the cheap seats. Okay. <laughs> you out of here. Cheap right, right. So, you know, you're a big storyteller. You're, you're wanting people to tell their story. You're wanting to help people reveal their own unique brand of awesome through storytelling. Yeah. But you got these people that they feel like they're on an island. They feel frustrated. They feel isolated. What we want to do is want them to feel empowered Mm -hmm. and we want them to take action. 
But I found that a lot of times people right before they're about to level up, they pause, mm-hmm. they pump the brakes. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, there's someone listening to you right now, somewhere across the globe. They're listening to you and they feel like you're talking right at them. Yeah. They feel this. They want to be empowered. They want to take action. They want to be getting after it, but they can't help but pumping the brakes. Yeah. How do we get that person to take action? You know, I just posted something on Instagram like an hour ago about this. I was talking to someone the other day about all the ways that we can like pull ourselves out of those spaces where we like can't seem to move. Um, And we were like, wait a second, we forgot the most important thing. And that is to allow yourself to sit in the stickiness, in the whatever the emotion is that you're feeling that is actually preventing you from moving because a lot of times when we can't move, when we can't actually like figure out how to like put our foot on the brake, it's because we're, there's some, there's something that we're, that we're resisting looking at Mm -hmm. and we're not going to be able to move forward until we actually stop and turn around and look at that thing. That's like screaming at us to address. Right. Yeah. It's hard. It's so hard to sit in those hard, heavy emotions. And maybe it's like uncertainty, maybe it's, you know, whatever uncertainty or fear, or like, I want to go do that thing. And I don't think I'm going to be good enough, or I don't even know how to start or what, you know, people are going to laugh at me. And a, those are all super, super normal emotions. You know, those are, they're, they're emotions to, to sit in and maybe get a little bit, a bit curious eventually, but first really just let yourself feel it because there's it's a regrouping right like sitting in that like sort of heavy like i i'm powerless maybe you're feeling like a little bit like a victim like i could never do this because i don't have what the other people have who are doing it you know all very valid feelings and emotions but like that sort of apathetic state holds so much value it is a, it is space for us to regroup and do it consciously do it with, you know, not just curiosity, but, but um, kindness, be gentle in that space. And this is the most important part because I think a lot of people don't allow themselves to sit in those emotions because they're, they're scared that they'll never get out of that emotion, mm. which is, makes sense yeah. and is not true. Like right. it is not true. You will not feel that way forever. In fact, you will probably not feel that way faster if you actually let yourself sit in the pause. There's a reason why you're not moving forward. Let yourself feel. Yes. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Good stuff, man. So we can go from primal thinking to almost rejuvenated thinking by not punching the gas. Yeah. It's like when you're like, you're stuck. You just made me think of like, if your car is stuck in the mud and you're just like slamming on the gas and the wheel just keeps spinning and spinning and spinning, but you're not going anywhere. It's like, stop, pause. Great call. I love it. It's hard to, it's hard because we get anxious. You know, we're like, I want the thing right now. I want to be there right now. But it's like, you know. Sure. Yeah. I see a lot of people get unique with their details, but they don't really get unique with their emotions. Yes. I see that a lot with the people I work with, they've become their own bottleneck because the details they're trying to get unique with and dial in on aren't actually the places that they need to get unique and dialed in on first. If they take care of growth, if they take care of the stuff that's from the inside out, then they're going to make more money. 
yeah. they're going to have more success, their families, the relationships, all of it is yeah. going to be significantly better, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just aligning your values really. But if you're pushing some agenda, that's not yours, you know, that you think you're valuing, but somebody else has actually told you to value it. Like then that's yeah. not going to feel as good and no. you're not going to be as successful. Yeah. No, we weren't born to live in someone else's movie, right? We were oh. starting our own thing. That's right. Okay, sister, you have been fantastic. We've got 30 to 45 seconds, 30 to 45 seconds at the time of this recording, six continent wide. What can our listeners do to become the best version of themselves today at 30 to 45 seconds? How can they become, start creating the best version of themselves today? Okay. This is really hard, but I would say I'm always talking about telling your story. I think a really, really important place to start, which you can start today, like this minute or next in an hour is to listen to somebody else, tell their stories and ask them curious questions because it is just as important, maybe even more important in order to, to create that connection, to feel less alone, um, to learn, to grow, to, you know, discover who you are and what your values are at your core, listen to other people and hear them and, consider them as whole humans is my advice. You are awesome. I'm glad I got a little bit of that in my diet today. Really <laughs> good. Fun. This is so fun. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Make a great day.